Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the, into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um... You know, their customer service, even before they were sponsors, was unbelievable. It's one of the reasons I I reached out to them and said, I want you to sponsor, be one of our sponsors on our podcast, because I just believe in their machine so much. And it's just helped our team win so many games. So uh, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the one-stop shop. It is my baby. Um, it's one of the reasons we're able to keep this free. We're not going to be charging for our podcast or our YouTube channel or anything like that. Um, but it's also run by a high school coach for high school coaches or youth coaches or even college coaches. Um, it's not run by a, a, a college. It's not Zoom. It's not all these Zoom calls. It's on court. It's demonstrations. It's videos. It's clinics. It's handouts. It's everything you need to become a better basketball coach in one stop shop. So if it's not there, I will find it for you. <laughs> all right, let's head off to the podcast. Good, good, my friend. Good, good. Got it. Yes, sir. I'm doing well. Doing well. Good. Getting, getting ready. We're gonna be. You, you're starting in about less than sixty days, right? Uh November fifteenth or something. Um, so I got my first coaching. We meet. We we'll meet weekly now, just to kind of make sure all the eyes are dotted and T's are crossed, kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I'm starting to freak out a little bit. But I guess it's like riding a bike when you have a year off. It's a little weird, but <laughs> you're gonna do great, man. You're gonna do awesome as usual. I hope so. I hope we have a season. There's been there's been talk of school shutdowns and stuff in Madison. I don't think that's gonna happen. But no, no, you can't do that. I think I don't think we can go back to that again. Honestly, I don't think so either. Not I mean not with what we are right now. Don't I had to close my office door. Um. Yeah, I hope not. I hope we don't go back to that. I hope not. 
And you're, you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I had a question for you about fast, you know, the quick draw, fast draw. Yep. Do you ever use it to get um, sets and plays? So stats, no. No, no, sets. 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 To draw like sets to, or use yeah, sets? Yeah, you know how they send you like, oh, this is what this team used, you know, and they'll yeah, send I'll, you all I'll the I'll steal some of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fast draw has tons of stuff um, on their site you, too. What What's the best way? Like, so when you like, when you, I haven't used it yet, so I'm just curious. When you use fast draw, they have tons of sets. How do you know where you want, where you, where do you go and how do you decide what you want to use? Uh, that's hard. That's like, that's like telling, asking me what you want for dinner kind of thing. Um, I just look at my, I look at my team and what I need from my team. So most of those don't work for my team, my specific team, and they probably don't work for your specific team. So how are you going to score? Who needs the ball in their hands and how do they need to be moving are the questions you should be asking yourself. Um, and then try to find plays like that. That's why I, I just look at them. I don't tend to use them all. I, I like, I'm like old school. I have a piece of paper and try to figure it out on my own. Um, okay. And then go, okay, I want a ball screen here and I want some false movement here. And then I try to play with it. And if I can't find something, then I do digging. Um, okay. Or I'll see other teams use it. Like I'm watching a game in the wind. Oh, that looks good. And I'll try, I'll, hit record and i'll rewind it's like how can i use that kind of thing um because there's almost too much (laughs) that's what Uh, i was trying to say i mean like how do you go through all what all the stuff you can't you can't you can't you can't you can't you just take you you don't need you only need a handful of them too you don't need eight thousand plays you need like three good ones like three good sets kind of thing like with some false movements and those kind of things so right. don't yeah don't let it overwhelm you is what yeah. I yeah yeah okay so you would say this is a great question then you would say that for our team this season we just need a handful three to five three to five plays and and in november early december like Two. Get it get in the good at, who, Just get good at those two. Have a lot those, of yeah. Less those is more. Two should be with what you said. Who do I want the ball? The ball in whose hands? How do you want to score? And you, what kind of movements do you want? Send me this. Uh, or send me this discussion after, please. I will. I will. <laughs> I will. Okay, because you said it earlier. Okay, how about this? Let's go through the full court press. Remember, I, that was my main question. That you're pressing someone else. Yeah, you yeah. you said you were gonna you were gonna talk to me about a two two one that you like. I won't ask you how you ran it or what you recommended. Do you want it to be aggressive or non aggressive? Aggressive. Okay, so then you're going to want, um, you're going to want to trap. You're gonna want the back guy to be your steel guy. I gotta race this. I haven't raced in a while, but okay. No so you're, your you're saying you're saying two two one. Yeah, I want to know how you how you recommend. Okay, running. so so I would have these two guys. If you want to be really aggressive, this is yeah. your steel guy. Yes. Okay, so they move him over here. He comes here. You get the trap. You get the trap. He takes that away. He's got to go back and he goes middle. That's the aggressive way of doing it. Let me ask you. Then the the non-aggressive way is this guy's got to come over and this guy protects. 
Show me the non-aggressive way. I missed it. I yep. saw the aggressive way. That's yep. I got so that down. You have the two guys at the elbow, the two guys at the half court in the in the middle. The not so these two still trap, right? Oops. You see that? Give me give me one second. Give me one second, please. Hold on. Yep. So two guys at the elbow, two guys at half court, and one guy back. So the the non-aggressive way is the back guy protects the rim and the threes. This guy is your steel guy. This guy is your middle guy. Ah, okay, okay. So, okay. so not, but aggressive means because he's closer. So, if you want to be aggressive, he takes that because that's the pass they want to make. Um, but then this guy's got to go back, and this guy's got to go middle. This guy always goes middle, and these two always trap. It's it's this one. It's the it's the opposite the ball back guy and the far back guy in the two two one that change whether it's aggressive or not. Talk about what does what does that front? How do you? This is the detail I want to know. The front left guy. This guy. That guy right there. Yep. How do you like him playing the ball when when the He's ball? You got to get up in? on him and funnel him. Right away. Right away, and that's why one of the reasons we run the funnel down defense is is we want to we want to learn to funnel sidelines because sideline short it, it makes the court smaller, <laughs> and that's what we want. Either side of the court, I don't care. I'd rather have it on the left, but I don't really care. We just want to make the court smaller. So he has to be an aggressor. Okay, he now get, he has to get up in that person's grill and be aggressive and funnel them at a point where this person can still come in and trap. The thing is, what's going to happen is as he dribbles and he sees him, he's going to try to get rid of it. That's why the sideline and the middle have to be taken out because, and I, I don't have my, I don't have my thing to clean my board on the back part, but as, as so as, as he's pushing the ball, what's going to happen is he's going to see this person coming to trap, right? So as he's dribbling, he's going to see X2 come at him. So what he's going to try to do is he's going to try to get rid of the ball, right? He's not going to necessarily even let them get that trap in. If he picks up the ball, then it's an automatic trap. But if he's dribbling, he's going to see him and he's going to go, oh my goodness, he's at half court and he's going to try to trap me. So he's going to try to pass it to those spots. Well, those spots should be taken. And if this guy is coming over, he, that's where the steal is going to come. Beautiful. Okay. Now, if the ball goes backwards, then the rotation's harder because, but all of a sudden, you know, here's, you know, 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, 1,004. Now they're panicked a little bit. So that pass will happen the same way on the other end. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then just everybody's rotation is the same, but just yeah, opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And the thing okay. is, I tell, I mean, <laughs> it, you're not going to get a steal every time. You're not going to get, you're, you're, part of it is you're picking their pace up too. You're trying to get them to go faster than they want to go. Um, so you can't, don't, you know, you might run it three straight times and not get a steal. That's okay because you're getting their pace of play going. Um, and then I would do, I would, <laughs> because you have the shot clock, I would have both the aggressive and non-aggressive one in because you, your shot clock's 35 seconds. 35 seconds. Yeah, so you, I can take eight seconds off just playing that passively. You know, not trapping, just kind of gapping it, you know, staying in those spots and then letting you go here. I'm not going to trap you. I'm just going to kind of move back and forth. And all of a sudden, you're going to rotate it over because you're not sure if I'm trapping or not. 
And then all of a sudden, oh my gosh, it's seven, eight seconds. They get it over half court. Now you got, now you got to only play defense for 25 seconds. Um, so you play very passively and don't trap out of it. The non-aggressive one that you showed me, um, that one where the opposite wing, shall we call him, comes over and takes away that sideline. Yeah, but he's pass. cheating. He's cheating because he knows the ball's on the right side. So he's the back left guy. Yeah. So he's already cheating. He's probably already to mid-court by that time because the ball's opposite him. Then when the ball swings, then the other guy in the second two of the 2-2-1 two, two, has to cheat and go the other way. It's kind of like running a 1-3-1. When you're opposite the ball, it's kind of this slow movement thing back and forth like this. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of moving like this. So if I'm on this side, the other guys are moving to the middle and the balls on the other side, they're moving to the middle. So it's kind of, it's like a slow dance, you know, you're just slowly moving back and forth. Okay. Um, and when you say it's passive, in what way is it passive? I'm not, I'm not trying to trap. So if I'm running that to take time off the clock, I'm not. Yeah. Trapping. I want to see, I want to see that again. I want to see the aggressive one I've got down pat, but the non-aggressive one I'm not. Okay. So you're like this, right. right? And they're right. bringing it up. Yeah. He's just funneling to the side. He's just kind of going back and forth. He's not going to trap. Um, can and, you get your board up a little oh, bit? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. So this, so X2, this is X1. So yeah. X1 is funneling, funneling him over here. Right. He is just kind of moving back and forth. He's kind of like, ooh, I'm coming. And then I'm retreating. I'm coming. I'm retreating. So he's playing kind of cat and mouse because he doesn't know if he's trapping. Okay. So as he does that, he's going to go, oh, crud. And then. Then, you know, you're doing the non-aggressive. This guy's already over here. This guy's in the middle. So we're, we're, we want them to swing the ball back that way. So these two guys, you've got to take away. Because when you have the ball here, there's really only three. You can pass this way. You can pass this way. Or you can pass this way or backwards. So there's really only three angles for whenever that happens. So. We want them to go backwards. So we're going to take this away and take the middle away and make them go the other way. We're not going to try to steal it. We're just going to take it. We're going to be standing there. So you have to go back the other direction. You're not trying to trap. You're just trying to take time off the clock. Yep. So you basically can run that press with three. You can run the two, two, one with three different things. You can run it with, um, take time off the clock. You can run it passive or you can run it non-aggressive and then you can run aggressive. That back guy and the opposite man is the, are the two that basically have to figure that out. Give me 10 seconds, coach. I have to do some, one quick thing. Okay. So it's what I'm, what I'm saying as you're there, you're not there and I'm and that, and you're going to listen to this later. Um, have different calls for those. So maybe, you know, you can, you can use colors, you can use numbers, maybe red, blue, green, something, red, white, and blue. We'll, we'll be patriotic today. So you could have a red, you could have a white, and you could have Thank a blue. Not that I was just talking, so when you listen to this later, um, I would have three different calls for those, too, like red, white, and blue, something. Okay, know. so we have the aggressive, red, yeah. we have the non-aggressive, and there is a third one? There's aggressive, non-aggressive, and passive. What's the difference between non-aggressive and passive? Uh, you're trapping in the aggressive and non-aggressive, yeah. right? And the passive one, you're not trapping. 
in the non-aggressive you're using you can the... call them whatever you want but one of them is aggressive you're yeah, trapping you're trapping and it's the yeah. back guy that's yeah. the different right the other one you're still trapping but this guy has to come over and take the side this guy has to come over and take the sideline got away. it okay so that's the only difference between those two is who's taking right. the sideline away got it call them whatever you want apple got and it. orange i don't care and then the third one is the passive one the third one is the one we're not trapping on the other two you're still trapping it's just you know how how much are you protecting the rim is basically what you know you don't want to give layups up so how how aggressive are you going to be hello coach you froze yeah. sorry are you, you froze and you went away are you there now you're there you're there i see yeah, you now. sorry um so it's just more how you um how, how that back person is the key okay um now you have me curious about something i want to know how you run your one three one I don't know if I have enough time for the one, three, one, but it's very similar. Uh, let me go this side. I am curious, very curious. Uh, I can be able to see the one down there, but there's one on the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then most people run it like this. Yep. So what happens is if we trap here, right? <clears throat> this person is what I was saying in the two, two, one is as the ball comes down this side, this person's coming downward right because they're coming over there they're on this swivel this way as the ball gets passed and they come up and try to trap this one goes that way so the two wings are kind of on swivels the bottom person which tends to be my point guard tends to be located where the ball is so if the ball is here the bottom the bottom person's going to be basically right here at that point right there and then this one's sagging this one's basically taking this one's on a triangle like that, taking the high post low corner away. This one, the, the key to the one, three, one and how you want to be pat. This one is your indicator. If he goes and he goes, sometimes we sit him back. So they got to just throw the ball back and forth. Right. If this person learns the top person has to be long, athletic and smart because they can gap it sometimes and just stay in that gap. Okay. And then they got to throw it over, throw it over, throw it over. Sometimes he's going to come and trap. Well, great. He comes, then we, we double it. So, yeah. So that's what I was talking about with the two, two, one is these opposite two guys are kind of on swivels. If the ball is over here, this one's down. If the ball is over here, that one is down. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, let's see what else I got here. Full court press zone. Off okay. The zone offenses. So those beautiful zone offenses, you sent me the ladder and the, uh, chair. Yep. Um, uh, what I want to ask you about those, what I want to ask you is like, we had our certain sets where we would attack a two, three with a, uh, one, what was it? One, three, one look a one, three, one look, yep. but, but that's how we did it last season. Cause we really didn't get to run share. Right. Um, we did run a little bit of um, flash. And um, how did flash look? Flash looked good, but we didn't have enough. Remember it was such a shortened season. We didn't get to perfect it, but the kids really liked the movement. The movement's really good. And that short corners wide open in it. I know it is. It's a beautiful thing. So would you say this season that since I have more time that we should perfect those two and just go with those two? Yes. Yes. And then send me some tape on them and I'll look at them. Yes. Perfect. And let me just go over them. Um, chairs really good from what, well, this is what I remember. Flash was really good. We were having trouble with uh, boxing one 
yep. or, or triangle too. Also, it was really good against one, three, one. I remember that being a particular. And then you said chair was good against two, three and three, two. Yep. Okay. All right. So we got that. Um, let's see. Then you can run your man offense too. So you basically have three offenses. That's what I tell people. You guys, so you can still run your man offense against it too. The read and react, which is yeah, what we're you just run the man, run your man offense against the zone, and that will work too half the time. Okay, um, I had some questions about how you like to run your tryouts because I want to hear about your tryouts. How do you do it? That's a good question. Actually, I'm yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so I do it a couple ways. Um. How many days do you have between tryouts and your first game? Uh, tryouts are November 6th. First game is November 30th. Oh, so you have lots of time. Okay. So if you don't, what I tell coaches, if they don't have time, then I use part of tryouts as an actual practice. Um, and you could still do that because I want to see how they, how they work in my practice. <laughs> so I put things in to see how they learn and how they pick things up and how focused they are. So I don't just do, I do assessments. I want, I want to see them. I do a lot of small sided stuff um, where I can see them play against each other. I do, unless it's in a practice format, I don't do a ton of five on five, at least the first day or first day and a half. Um, it's a lot of skill work. It's a lot of small sided games. It's a lot of, because two on two, you can't hide. <laughs> So I really can see you play five on. I mean, I could play with Giannis and the Bucks if I'm the fifth man. And the, I mean, I would stand out because I'm short and I'm slow, but I could do it and hide a little bit. Um, I couldn't guard anybody, but um, so I don't like the five on five because I can't assess as well five on five as I can two on two, three on three, one on one. Um, so make sure you have those in your practice. Um, I want some shooting. I want shooting that I can document. I want free throws that I can document. I want athleticism that I can document. Um, like how fast can they run down and back on a basketball court? And the reason I do that is eventually like we've talked about with conditioning, I want to make conditioning even. So I got to figure out who my fast athletes and who my slow athletes are. So when I make it more, competitive um that i have some true times because they won't lie to you in tryouts they'll give you 110 percent in tryouts three weeks later they'll give you 80 percent. so no. i want i want some i want a foundation and a base that i can use and i want some numbers too like no your son was two for 37 from three you know kind of thing i not that that matters, but I, I want some, because, yeah. Anyway, I want I some concrete things and I want some abstract things is what I'm telling you. And I also, but I also only have like a week and a half, two weeks. So I literally put my offense in and see how they do with it um, and how they, how fast they pick it up. Because that's a, that's a, that's an assessment for me on them. Yeah, I schedule, I mean, there's teams in my, in my, in San Diego who are playing a week and a half to I think those are the more advanced teams like yours. Um, and I put myself. I don't know if my team's advanced, but yes. Okay. Yeah. We'll more, go with that. More, more veteran teams uh, versus us that we're still trying to develop our program. Right. Going into our 
I mean, we lost a year, so this is going into our third year, basically, since yeah, we lost last a year. Last year doesn't count for anything. It's a zero year. Okay, so I'm going into my third year then. Yes. Um, so, um, okay, other question. How do you deal with late players? Remember, we talked about that. But I want we talked about it, but we I want some more details. Like no, but I don't want to hear any more about them being at the trainer. That's not not an excuse. If you're at the trainer, this is my. Then you can't play. Then you can't play the next game. Is like you're hurt. If you're really hurt, yeah, go get fixed. I have no problem with that. But you're not going to get taped. You're not going. If you have ink, I'll buy ankle braces. Like we do. We 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 do ankle braces. Um. If you if you're if you're late, you're missing class time. Is what I sit down and tell them. I said when you when you are late, first of all, you're missing class time, um, which means you're missing some of the important material I am going through. Which means you won't be ready for the test, and the test is Friday night. So don't expect to take the test if you don't show up for practice on time, ready to learn. It's just like a classroom. You got to compare it to that, like. I'm not, your algebra teacher is not going to give you a test when you're late three days in a row and you're bubble. I mean, I'm not going to, because you're not ready. Um, so I'm not going to play. I'm not, I'm just going to literally tell them you won't start. You won't play as much if you're not here on time because we're going, we're starting at three 45 or whatever. And we're starting. And if you're here, you're here. If you're not, don't disrupt when you come in, but you know, you're not going to be in the first group. You're not going to be in your normal group, blah, blah, blah. It's small punishments. I mean, they, you got to teach them to be on time. <laughs> got you, got you, got you. Now, so you don't use the, okay, now you're late. Every minute you're going to run a suicide. No, I, don't, just... I mean, I'm going to run them. I'm going to sit them. I'm going to sit you. Sitting, gotcha. sitting is more, that running is, running is, uh, and, and I tell them that. I'm not going to like, no, that's like you, you miss curfew. So now I'm taking your keys. No, I'm going to tell the kid before they Friday night, if you miss curfew, I'm going to take your keys to your car. The other one's punitive. The other one is setting rules and expectations. You want to set expectations with your players. Here's what's going to happen. I'm not going to be mad, but here's what's going to happen if you miss practice or you're late. And then when they do, then the consequence happens. The other one is punitive. It's like, it doesn't do as much good. The kid missed curfew, and now you take the keys. That doesn't do any good, in my opinion. I you gotta you gotta be in the front end. Um, and then everyone knows that's the expectation and the rule. So it's kind of the uh what I wouldn't say herd immunity, but it's kind of a hurt. I'm the one that's making the decision on that specific expectation, but we talk about it as a group. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And here's what's going to happen when you're late and you miss practice. Um, we can discuss, but this is what's going to happen. Um, and I, I mean, you get to decide playing time. You're the coach. I get to decide playing time. I'm the coach. So I'm not going to yell at you. I'm not going to make you run. But pra- if you're late and practice is going, here's what's going to happen. 
and you just know that's what's going to happen. And then if they if they're consistently, I don't even put them in the five on five stuff. I don't like they can stand and watch at that point because they need to learn. Um, and playing time is the best. The bench is the best uh, tool to teach them. I'm not going to get mad about it. And then when it, now if, 20 years ago, I would have like shoot them out and like <laughs> in my thirties, I would have, I would have, and I don't think it was effective. I don't, I, I don't think it was effective. Maybe, maybe it was more effective with that generation, but it's definitely not effective with this generation. Okay. I love that by the way. Um, my question too is when they miss practice, do you kind of make your decision? Okay. Here's the question I have regarding missing practice because their grandma's in the hospital or versus their little sister's birthday. I mean, do you there's kind excused of and unexcused that's right. coach's discretion. Excused is my dad's in the hospital COVID and I have to go visit, you know, my mom in the waiting room and we're really worried about him. That's excused. If you're a starter, you still won't start. I'm not mad, but I'm just, or I'll, 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 I'll adjust your playing time at that point. And unexcused, I just don't play you. <laughs> I just don't play you. Like if you, if you just decide you didn't want to come to practice. Okay. That's not fair to me, all of our coaches and the other team players on the team. So you're going to just sit. That's an unexcused. I don't tend to have too many of those. Um, but you got to shoot across the bow a couple of times, maybe early to, to teach that the excused happens. You're sick. You got to go do this, blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm going to tell them excused and unexcused is coach's discretion. That's my discretion. What's excused and what's not excused. I'm going to go play baseball for the weekend and miss two games. That's unexcused. Yeah. You're missing it for a valid thing maybe. And you're a good, but it's not excused in my opinion because you made a commitment to these other players. So, um, and again, just be, you got to be precise with the expectation. Question I have too is like, oh, I wanted to tell you, <laughs> I had this old timer coach, um, military style, old school coach who met with me. He wanted to join my coaching staff. Okay. Complete opposite of me. He just said he wanted to help me. He's kind of a, he's kind of a famous coach here in our county. Okay. And, uh, he's won a few championships, but I, I mean, after, after a few hours, I realized this is not, this would not work, but he gave me some tips of what he used to tell his players. Tell me what you think of this. He'd say, okay. he would tell the players, this is going to determine your playing time. A, are you on time? B, do you listen to what I, what we're asking you to do and C, your talent? Those are the three things that are going to determine your playing time. If you're on time. Yes. Yep. What is the other one? If you listen to what we ask you to do. Yep. Okay. And third, your, your. Yeah. Talent. So I would add to, I would add to that. I think that list is good. I would add to that list in the sense that how you execute and how you compete matters because you might be talented on time and listen and still not execute what we need. You still need to be able to execute the game plan and what we're doing. So part of I think there's a fourth one missing from that list in the sense that you got to be competitive. You got to be, you you know, what's the difference between this and this, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think talent is pretty general in my opinion, but um, I, yeah, it's not a bad list. I would, I would, I would tweak it a little bit, but yeah, that's not a bad list. 
Coach, let me ask you, um, what do you do? This is kind of, I know you've given me so much today. Just the last couple of things is, um, what do you do with, when you're in, you're running a drill, everybody's given a great effort, but you've got one guy out there who's just half, half budding it. Pull him out and just have him sit, talk to him. What do you do? Talk to him. You keep talking to him. You keep talking to him. Okay. Yep. What do you do when you ask a player? Oh, <laughs> this is an interesting. Okay. Remember I said to you, I, one of my pet peeves was guys doing a behind the back pass. Yep. Okay. This was really interesting to me. I, I want to know your opinion on this. So the old time coach, I, we had a three hour conversation. I thought I was just going to, you know, just talk to him about basketball. Right in the middle of our conversation, he goes, I can help you. I can be on your, <laughs> can be on your coach. I was like, what? But anyways. He's one missing of the, it. He's probably missing it. Yeah. Oh, he is missing it. He is missing yeah. it. But then, um, okay. So I talked to him about that. And he said, well, look, he goes, I give each player on our team one turnover per game. That's a freebie. One. He goes, because I asked him what he thought about the behind the back pass coach. That was one of my pet peeves. This guy said to me, and I want to know your opinion. He goes, look, if the pass gets the job done, I don't have a problem with it. They get one turnover per game. Bottom line. What's your thoughts on that? Coach? Uh, Give me your I, I don't disagree with if it gets the job done. Um, I want to see them do it in practice. I want, if you're going to do a skill in the game, then I want to see it in practice. So if you can do that and not turn it over consistently, then I'd probably let them do it because there might be some kids that are really good at back behind the back passes. But if it's the showboat and you could have made another pass, that's, that's a turn. I mean, that don't complicate something that doesn't need to be complicated is what I would say. I think the one turnover um, is too general and the math person me doesn't like it because if my point guard, has two turnovers and they are quote unquote good turnovers. And trust me, I am the anti-turnover person. But if they're if they're the kind of turnovers that he he's trying or she's trying to get something in transition and it's a long pass and whatever, you know, you might have one in the first quarter, one in the third quarter. That there's different types of turnovers too. The turnovers that result in easy baskets versus the turnovers that Maybe it's a charge. That's a turnover. You know, you're being aggressive. I just told you in the timeout to be aggressive. I have a, I, I think you have to differentiate. It's a stats teacher. You have to differentiate turnovers. And I don't know if I want to put myself in a box with one. I trust me, I don't like turnovers. But um, if there is a skill, it's similar to shooting. If there's a skill that you think that, and that would be the kid that's doing the behind the back, it's like, okay. You could have made a bounce, so that was a bad pass because you could have made a different pass. I don't have a problem with you doing behind the back, but let's do it in practice. Let me see you do it effectively in practice, and then I will let you effectively do it in a game. Okay. I mean, so you, you, it's, you, like you're, you got, it's like the student driver. I'm not going to let you drive with a group of your friends until you show me you're a good driver. <laughs> you know, it's six months of probationary. You're on probation. Um, I want to see that you can do it. If you can, great. This is the place to learn, though. Practice is the place to learn. So I'm going to tell what I tell the behind the back kid is: if you're going to do that in a game, you better do it in practice, and I better see it. 
Otherwise, you better not do it anymore. Because if you make a mistake in this gym with no one in here, it does, you can learn from it. You can't. I, we can't have you learning that mistake in a game. That's the difference. So you want to take it from a teaching standpoint again. I want to help you become better. And if you think this helps your game, I'm willing to do that. But you can't all of a sudden start doing these things in a game that you have not done in practice. That's the, that's the teachable moment, I think. So you have let some of your players do that? I have not because I haven't had anybody that wants to do it. But if I did, no, hell no. I got these kids like I got these kids like that are trying to do this all the time in our open gym when we're just letting them run. Yep. So then, then are they turning it over? Sometimes, sometimes they're doing it quite well, actually. So that's what I'm saying. So let's let's track it. Let's track it. Let's track it. I don't know. I mean, they might be good at it. That might be something they do in in your part of the country. Great. Let's see. Okay. Last question of the of the day is. Tell me what you do along these same lines where you tell a kid, you try to teach a kid, this is what I want you to do, but they don't do what you want them to do. They consistently want to do what they want to do. What do you then do with sit. that kid? Then they sit. Then they're not a part of the team. They sit during practice? You just, yep. when you're trying to teach them I pull them, I pull them aside and I try to have conversations with them initially. Um, and then I tell them what's going to happen if they keep doing that. And they is? don't listen. Yep. Which is? Sit. sit I'm going to sit you practice. during practice, then I'm going to sit you during the game. So if I, I don't want to do during, that. If, if I sit you during practice, you're going to end up sitting during the game. Probably. They're basically the same thing, or are you continuing that? I'm continuing the learning process. So initially, I talk to them and say, here's what's going to happen if you keep doing this. And then when they do it, then I pull them out and sit them in practice. I said, see? This is what's going to happen. You're going to first sit in practice. Guess what's going to happen if you keep doing it, then you put them back in. And if I said, if you keep doing it, then I'm going to sit you during games. And that won't be, and you'll wonder halfway through the first quarter why I'm sitting you. And I want you to remember the conversation we're having right now. If you keep doing that, I'm going to sit you. So I don't want to sit you. Then I go back from the angle is I don't want to sit you. I want to play you. I think we can win with you on the floor. However, you're hurting everyone. So from that, I have to have, there has to be a consequence. You're driving too fast in our neighborhood. I have to take your keys. If you keep doing it, I'm telling you, slow down. There's kids in the neighborhood. Next time I see you speeding in the neighborhood, I'm taking your keys. You aren't going to be happy when you have to walk to school, blah, 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 blah. I'm using another, but it's similar to that teaching process i think okay okay well i've taken a lot of your time coach. all right hold on. i'm gonna stop here i'm gonna stop hey everybody hope you enjoyed that if you want to support us you want to help us get the lights on here at teachups.com go over join 14 day free trial and then stop the car subscribe like apple five star review that would be good all right maybe have a good day bye sports social podcast network Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.